I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to be, be better. No, no. no, it didn't work. <laughs> okay. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. I definitely go out on more date nights with you than my actual husband. I honestly don't remember the last time I went on a date with my husband. And the funniest thing is I actually make an effort with you. Yes. <laughs> so I, I went on a – it was not really a date night, but we went out for dinner because we don't really go out for That's dinner That's a date that night. That's- no, no, we have kids, so it's oh. not a date night. We went out for dinner last night for Liam's birthday. Yes. And we just did the old lap. Paqueta, La Pachetta. Oh, my God. Like, uh, we don't even want to go there. Don't even get us down that <laughs> I've path. I've forgotten. I'm so sorry. I think it's La Paqueta. Um, we went there last night. Mm. But every time you and I go out, we – Oh, dress to the nines, babe. Oh. I, uh, no, but we go to good places and too, we babe. To what are you trying to say about La Paqueta? <laughs> no, La Paqueta is really good, good vegan option. Yeah. But – It's not like going out into the it's city. It's a family-friendly mm, restaurant. We yeah. go out and get all done up. Yeah. But – I need to address something. Oh, my God. I'm always the one that orders for us both in I our know. relationship. Yes. You're you're the person that's like, oh, she'll just have a salad. But obviously it's not a salad. <laughs> but you're the man who orders for me. Like, I mean. Like the controlling <laughs> partner that tells yeah. you what to eat. And, although recently, though, I was, oh, I was independent enough. You trusted me enough. Yeah, and it's funny because I order you things, right, and you always go, oh, don't know about that. Like, for example, um, plum juice. We go to this um, Mm. place where we have really oily food because it's Chinese food and I order a plum juice with Mm. my meal because it's really good for digestion. Yeah, it's weird. And you were like, "Uh, you're what? Yeah, who orders a fucking plum juice? Now you bought yourself some plum juice. Oh, my God. I, I actually asked you why. You ordered plum juice and your reasoning was, oh, because when I have a big meal, it helps your digestion. And I thought, oh, that's clever. So I started drinking prune juice, like a senior citizen, and now I'm hooked on it. It's so oh, it keeps you regular. Let me tell you. It does. <laughs> Honestly, it just ha- look, it helps you do the next day shit. When you've eaten a oh, lot God, of food, 100%. it's so good. It just keeps you moving. Yeah, it keeps you moving, keeps you um, you're nimble. But so we went to dinner recently for a la- the last date night. And you put the pressure on me because uh, I've never ordered when we go out. And you said, you pick a dish. Yeah, surprise me. Yeah, and the pressure I felt because this was the first time I'm ordering a dish for the pair of us. And I've never ordered a dish that you don't like. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the steaks were extremely high. <laughs> and I panicked and I picked something that had a photo. So I would like to point out that. On the menu, they have some items that have photos and usually the ones with the photos are like yep. the chef recommends. So I thought, okay, it looks good in the photo. It's a braised tofu. I forgot that the word braised means it's kind of like boiled a bit. Yeah. Which I should have thought about because gross. Um, and, yeah, so we ordered the chef recommends braised tofu. Yeah. It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> 
It came out, it looked like a vegan version of haggis. <laughs> and like there were like a full clove of garlic floating in there. It was just like disgusting. That cloves of garlic upon cloves of garlic. And this um, is at our favourite place too. And I actually said to you, oh, you can't go wrong here. This is no. our favourite Apparently there's one dish you can go wrong with and I picked it. It felt like it was like gravy but oil oh. with um, like my mock mm. meat. Mm. sort of beefy mock meat. I can't even explain. But when you ate it, it tasted like you were eating poison. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it tasted like you were eating something that was actually not edible, like if you'd put a cleaning product in your mouth. that is exactly. Like, or an essential oil or something. It was like eating eucalyptus oil (laughs) in a a braised tofu. We both lost feeling in our mouth. Yeah, so the thing is we got numb. I started to get a tingling (laughs) sensation and then I look over at Annie who's just drooling at the table (laughs) because she lost the feeling in her mouth and she's like, I'm numb. And we were then started thinking that we've been poisoned, that there's something in here that's poisoning us because it doesn't make any sense. It was so bad. But it wasn't it it wasn't even spicy, right? It was like it just It was was, poison, yeah. It tasted toxic. So the, the owner of the restaurant comes over and we've sort of pushed it to the side and I said, no, oh, maybe I actually said, can we order something else? You <laughs> yeah, know, I was like, we're going to have to order something else because oh, we have great. all this, like we're hungry and obviously <laughs> we're not going to get through this dish because we can't use our mouths at the moment to eat because they're numb. I mean, if they're talking like this, I was like, um, I mean, it's a really good dish. I just can't really, I just can't really feel my So tongue. I'm at this time, at this point in time, I'm absolutely mortified because I know I've made the wrong choice. I've let yeah. Annie down. I've let myself yeah. down. We also have to pay for this dish, which is like what hurts the most. Like, you know, so the restaurant um, owner comes over yes. and she, and I said, oh, can we order this? And the reason I ordered, I, I ordered like a sizzling dish because I saw someone else eat it. And like, you know, when you get food envy, when you yeah. order something at a restaurant and, and you then, immediately just point and you're and go, what are they yeah, And you're like, what are they having? I yeah. want it. So I was, had the biggest food envy because I'd ordered the shittest <laughs> dish known to man. So I got what they were having. And then she starts clearing up the empty plates. And Annie said, oh, <laughs> Annie said, oh, you can take that one. It's not for us. Yeah. It's all she said. Like, very really polite. polite. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't having it. <laughs> so she wasn't having she, it. This lady is so lovely. Again, mm. it's one of our favourite vegan yeah. places she in the city. She wasn't aggressive was, at all. Oh, no. Oh, she was assertive, <laughs> is right? She owned the restaurant. She goes, oh, you didn't like it. And I said, yeah. I said, <laughs> then I just gave the honest feedback. Look, like, I was feeling in our tongue and our lips and, and all of the inside mm. of my cheeks. And she goes, oh, that's great. It's the, <laughs> se- <laughs> it's the Sichuan pepper in it. And I went, oh, oh okay. Oh, because Sichuan is like a province of China, which mm. Liam and I went to, and they are big for hot dishes and oil. Yeah. They, yeah, because it's really cold there. It's where the pandas are. It's really cold there, so they say that the hot food keeps their bellies warm mm. and they eat lots of oil to put on fat, right, yeah. to keep themselves warm. Honestly, that was the dish. It yes. was oil <laughs> and heat, and she was like, yeah. "That's exactly what it's meant to taste yeah. like." And and and, he's, and we're just like, "Oh, well, like it's not that we're saying it's bad. It's just we don't. It's not our particular brand of delicious food, so no. that's fine." 
she refused so she to take the dish back. <laughs> she refused to take the dish back and she starts explaining that we'll like it. And that the um the loss of tongue um, yeah, the feeling is feeling. what you're meant to feel. Oh, you want that, apparently. She literally stood yeah, there on out. this date night, looking across <laughs> from each other on a little table of two. She's standing next to our table yeah, in between looming us. Looming over us. Looming over us, going like like watching us eat yeah, it. Yeah, eat it. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. I felt like I felt like a child. Yes. Yeah, it was so bizarre. It was kind of like, you know, when you go out with your mum or your grandma, my grandma always does this, shopping, and she'll hold something up on the hanger and say, can you try this on? And just I say, no. Just humor me. Just humor oh, me. Yeah. Oh, and my I God. And I say, grandma, I know I'm not going to like I it. I hate it. I, I can, can tell. tell you. Yeah. And then they're like, just, yeah, just, just humor, humor me. me. And just then, humor me. So I have to try it on. This is what this woman was doing. I'm like, I don't like the taste. No, you'll like it. Eat it. <laughs> and then we have, so we ordered the other dish and she walked away and we had to hailed over a different waiter yeah. and asked them to smuggle the dish back to the kitchen yes. so she didn't know that we didn't eat it. We had to tell one of the staff members, <laughs> like pretty much to hold it <laughs> under their apron to get it back into the kitchen. I've never in we, my life and had you know what? that You're happen. always right. You know when you go and try on clothes with your mum, you, you go in and you put it on and you're like, it's always like floral or something. Oh, it's po- like something polka dot that I would never wear. It's really virginal something. Yes. Or something, or yeah, polka dots or... I don't know. Something just, that they would have worn in their youth. Yeah, look, it's just like not it's, so, it's just like, do you know me at all and have you ever seen me wear clothes? Because you <laughs> clearly don't know what I like. I and then you come out and <laughs> they either go, oh, oh, no, you're okay. I can see that. Yeah. Or they, they go, oh, oh. That's, that's – see, I told that's you. That's better than you, bloody anything else you wear. Yeah. And my <laughs> mum always goes, oh, you can't dress yourself right. <laughs> So she, <laughs> she always grabs, you know, the, the seams of the shoulders and she pulls it back. Yeah, she's like, like well, stand up in oh, it properly. stand up. Can you, can you stand up? It's your body language that makes that dress look bad. It is not the dress. Fuck off, oh, And then the worst thing, the so sometimes I'll be like, no, oh, you know, I just don't know where I'd wear it is what I go to because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like I fucking hate the garment. But I'll be like, <laughs> oh, no, I just don't have any to wear it. Or like, no, you know, in Melbourne it's too cold. I'd always yeah. have to wear a jacket over it. Yeah. And then mum's like, I'll buy it for you as a present. I'm like, if you're going to give me money on something, give me, can you, yeah, give me the cash or buy me something that I actually want. Like please do not oh. spend money on this hideous, hideous. garment. Um, so I say to my mum now, my nice way of getting out of it and say, like rather than going mum I think it's fucking hideous in your yeah. taste it's awful <laughs> I say well mum actually I don't want you to buy it because you've bought me so many other nice clothes and although it's nice I just think <laughs> if the option was between this nice piece of clothing yeah. that you're thinking of buying me or the clothing I already have I would probably choose the clothing I already have mm. and I just don't want it to hang in my closet oh very diplomatic yeah mm. yeah well I hope your mum has more reasoning than the I hope my woman at the restaurant because podcast. that woman was not. Even if we were like, all the other dishes are great, which we said we loved all oh, the other dishes. Just like, like we're regulars. Yeah, but what about this one? <laughs> anyway, we should probably get into. The yeah, podcast. look, we should get into it. So today we have an advice. We have an advice. Yeah. We have to give advice. So we have a letter here. Um, it's Annie, still funny to me that people write in for advice because we are like. I know. We don't know what we're doing. We No. But, you know, we have a really good shot at it and we're, it's all about trying to. Give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, we'll give it a go. I just need share, from you. Share life experiences so that we can all be better. Whether or not their life experiences are good or bad. <laughs> 
don't know. But you, like, <laughs> yeah. And it's your choice. It's your what choice. You choose yeah. to take okay. Off. So, can you give me a name? Um, what? I need a name. Oh, like as in a reader's name? Yeah. Um. Uh, oh my god! I've stalled. No, right. um, Polly. No, oh, I was gonna. I was gonna do a P name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually think um, um, Philomena. Philomena. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sorry, Philomena. Okay. Let me just. All right. <clears throat> Have you written it in? No, I'll remember Philomena. Will you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, All right. Okay. Hi, girls. I've never contacted a podcast ever. Neither have I. Yeah, it's not a common no, thing. You don't, 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 don't ever apologise for that. <laughs> Philomena, no. don't You don't have to explain yourself. Um, but I love listening to you guys and really do get things from it that help my mental and emotional health. I always leave the flattery parts in from these letters. I could cut them, but I refuse to. If you're going to say something good, I'm putting it in. I'm keeping it in. Okay, so my name is Philomena. Oh, shit, I almost read the name. Okay, my name is Philomena and I'm a 27-year-old gal with some problems. Aren't we all? (laughs) Except for the 27 bit. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my boyfriend and I have been together for about two and a half years and so far it's been great. However, lately there have been some weird distance. There has been some weird distance and I've been mm-hmm. walking around with a pit of worry in my stomach. I've asked him about this and shared my concerns, but he kept saying, no, everything is fine. I love you. I do become slightly needy when I'm being pushed away. And I know this tends to annoy him, but I can't control my insecurities. All right, Philomena, I'm just going to stop there for a hot minute. And say, you don't need to apologise for voicing your concerns because you're afraid it's going to annoy him. No. No, you should – you have the right to voice your opinions. So, like, that's dropping a truth nugget. Absolutely. And I feel like you're going to keep reading and there's going to be a reason, but, yep, go on. (laughs) (laughs) So, finally he came to me and told me what was going on in his head. Oh, see? Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. The worrying and insecurities weren't in my head. They were real. Oh, okay. No worries. Yeah, of course they were. Okay, so he's going through some mental health problems at the moment and is feeling detached and apathetic from me and everything else. Okay. He says he still loves me and Mm. wants to work on himself in our relationship. What's that for? Uh, Just... uh, I'm really conscious of Philomena's feelings, but um, it just says that... What did you say? It's, he's um, he's de- feeling detached and apathetic and then in the next line he says he loves me. I don't know. I just find that interesting. But keep going. Oh, okay. However, I'm already feeling as though I should prepare for the worst. I've never been in love before and we were beginning to plan for the future and now I'm worried that won't happen. Do you have any advice or tips on how to help someone going through these kinds of issues? I don't want to push him away, but I think he needs some space for me and everything else. And just one last bit (laughs) that I've got to chuck in there because I like to keep the flattery. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being a highlight of my drives home and when I walk the dogs. You always make me smile and laugh. Bye, Philomena. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I've always got to keep it in. Okay, so debrief. What are your... Okay, first of all, who are we giving the advice for? Because it says, do you have any advice or tips on how to help someone going through these yeah, kinds of issues? is it for her? Is it for her or him? I'm assuming it's for her going through these types of issues with no, their partner. I think, no, I think it's like, do you have any advice on how to help someone, someone going with mental through health. these kinds of issues? I don't want to push him away. So I think it's kind of like, how do I help my partner going through mental health? Mm. 
I don't know. Okay. Let's just have a little. Okay. I mean, what is your straight off the bat? What's your? Uh, my gut feeling is that he doesn't want to be in a relationship. Right. I think that is so, I'm so sorry for like saying it, but like mm. I, um, that's where my gut's at. Yeah. I, the hard thing here is, and as someone that's been through mental health and had a partner that's had mental health and all mm. of that stuff, is that no, you don't, you don't want to just so-called give up on people just when they're sick or having no. a tough time. No, like yeah. life's hard and I understand mm-hmm. that. I think the thing though is, and I don't know what mental health issues he's got. No. So I don't know what the diagnosis well, is or what the- like down and apathetic, I'm guessing it's yeah. depression and or anxiety. Yes. But like that's just an assumption I'm making based on his behaviour and how he's feeling detached. Like that's what yeah. I think, but it could be wrong. But yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, even if you do have depression, you can still love someone. Oh, that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not. Yes. Look, uh, one of my personal coping mechanisms is that I like to recluse when I'm like feeling really um, mm. unwell. You know this. Remember mm. that time that I didn't text you back for, what was it, three days? Four days. Four yeah. days. And I lost it. <laughs> it was the only fight we've ever had in our relationship. <laughs> and you, you like, came running over. I was like, hi, <laughs> I'm so Sorry. And I, so I, I actually do empathise with the um, recluding, well, the wanting to be by yourself, yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but he said that he's feeling detached and apathetic from her. Specifically, from her. he feels detached and apathetic from. See, me. I never felt that way. I, yeah. I'm not saying that my experience is the same mm-hmm. experience of anyone, but that's kind of fucking serious. Yeah, it's. I mean, mm, yeah. I think obviously if we're talking about mental health, it sounds like the first steps are all very obvious. Go to the GP and get a mental health care plan 100%. Help this person with their mental health because just as a good friend, whether it's partner or not, you just, yeah, Yeah, that'd be a great thing to do. Go to the doctor, book a double appointment because then- Oh my God, can we actually just talk about that? My friend was at the doctor the other day and she's complaining about how doctors always run behind. And I was like, well, it's not necessarily the doctor's fault. It's patients who not booking understand. in and not booking in for a long time. Yeah. So if you have to book a pap smear, book a double appointment. Yes. If you need a mental health care plan, book a double appointment. And she was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So it's really important. If you're going to go to the doctor for three different issues, book okay. a yeah. double appointment. Or you, when you call up the receptionist, like you don't have to be super specific, but you just tell the receptionist, oh, I sort of want this, this and this. Mm. And then they go, oh, that sounds like a double appointment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that should be enough in 100%. one appointment. Or- yeah, but a bit more specific because yeah. you're taking up the doctor's time. But yeah, sorry. Exactly. Just, that's another but little. I, I also think it's really important not to rush these things and to be able to get it all out. So yeah. go to the doctor, have a look at all the options, get, you know, look around at um, mm. psychologists or whatever is that you need to do even if you need to call up the lifelines and all of that stuff to get some advice do that we can't give you advice on health that's not what we do I think but but I do think that lifelines mm. are actually easier like with particularly with men I find that getting them to the doctor is particularly when it's about their mental health is so fucking hard and it's, it's sometimes just easier to say here here's a phone number Go and call them. It's, yeah. it's just picking up the phone and it's kind of like the easier first step than being like, we need to make a doctor's appointment and then we need to go see a psych. And I'm saying that those are definitely important things, but I know that it can be hard sometimes with men to get yeah. them to do that. So and, phone lines are a really good and, one. And uh, 
well, again, my personal experience and the experience of the all of my loved ones that have had mental health, sometimes it's um, really good to have someone independent that's keeping you accountable, like uh, not a brother or sister or partner or mother or child or whatever. When it's like someone really close to you, you feel like, oh, well, if they tell me to do it, Oh, I just don't really – I what don't have to do whatever. Yeah. But when it's someone else that's independent, whether it's like the person on the other end of the phone line, um, yes. keeping you like I'm going to call you back and make sure that you went and saw the doctor. Yeah, exactly. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, okay, now for your – now yeah. for Philomena's part. Right? Now the thing is for Philomena – I unfortunately am currently, for full disclosure, having a huge fight with my husband. <laughs> and so I'm on like this camp of being like, leave him. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like yesterday I Googled, should I leave him? I'm not joking. Like that's, that, that's what my life is like right now. I probably won't leave him. Don't worry. But I mean, by the time this podcast airs, who knows? But um, yeah, so this is probably not the right time for me to be recording this episode. Um, I'm not in that position. Well, I sort of am. I'm just coming out of it. <laughs> See, yeah. we, we sync up our fights with our husbands. Yeah, exactly. We're, oh, wait, what did we sync up the other day? <gasps> Feeling. Your feelings. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we're that close that we sync up our periods. But the other day, yeah, you had mm. a needle. Yes. And it was, it was I, over your head yeah. on the tattoo and you felt the pain. I felt a jab in my arm. I'm not <laughs> joking. Like they say that identical twins or whatever can yeah. feel each other's pain. We... There's like levels of friendship. Oh, we've reached that level. We've like oh, people only syncing up their periods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are next level. Talk to me when you can feel each other's pain. Yeah, and <laughs> fight with your husbands at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I was saying that I don't necessarily, I'm not in that position, but I, I feel like we might be on the same page on this one. As in that she should. Okay. One, my first advice is trust your gut. Yeah, trust your gut. I think that. Uh, no. I mean, but it's true because she already was trusting her gut and being like something's off. Yeah. Even though he's and telling me right. it's fine and you were right. So, so listen to that gut. Yeah, I guess you're definitely. giving it lots of kombucha because it knows what's up. It's a healthy <laughs> gut. You've got a healthy gut, babe. A lot of um, plum juice. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I definitely think trust your gut. I think that in my 20s I did not listen to my, you know. Instincts. Like, yeah, instincts enough. Mm. I love when now that I'm 30, I just act like I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, oh, in my 20s. <laughs> oh, like yeah, you people in my just 20s. Don't even understand. But also, I just want to say that you aren't a bad person if you prioritise yourself even when your partner has poor mental health. So no, I think no, that no. I think when someone around us is sick, all we can do is worry about them and we feel selfish if we still have needs. Yeah. And I think you've got to let that go. You have to let mm. that go. I had to learn that with some of the people that I really love. Like sometimes I actually had to say to them, sorry, you just can't call me. I'm uh, not that that applies to you, but like, sorry, I have to put some boundaries around yeah. myself because essentially I'm sinking with the ship. You're, you know, you're mm. yeah, bad you're mental George health. Clooney in the perfect storm, just like staying in the boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I think that you've got to make sure that you watch like your mental health and your happiness yeah. as well. Like you might want that for someone else, but you've got to make sure that you're not depriving yourself of that. And if yeah. that, I think the thing is, is if this person is making you feel yuck, 
I don't know. Do if you want to be? Yeah. I think that's the thing as well. Like, so she's saying here, I don't want to push him away, but I think he needs some space from me and everything else. And it's sort of that thing of like, if you love something, set it free. And if it comes back mm. to you, it's forever or whatever. And I think we really need to forget about that end bit and just be like, if you love someone, set them free. Yes. Do, forget about oh this. My God. Are they coming back to me? And like, I'm only letting you go so that I'll get you back. Forget yes. about that bit. Just be like, right now it's not working. You obviously need your space. This isn't working for me. Yes. I need to get rid of you. <laughs> get rid of you. But I yeah. like we need a, tra- a separation right now. And forget about what's going to happen down the track. Yeah. Because you don't want to – because what's going to happen is if they – if you're so hell-bent on them coming back, then you're never actually letting them free. No, you're not. And that is the thing. So and I if, think- Yeah, like exactly like you said, if you, if that is really what they need and you actually really love them, yes, yeah, it's going to it. be really painful for you, but you probably need to let them yeah, go and, and well, have their space. It's the whole thing of do you – like? I mean, personally for me, a relationship should make you happy. Don't get me wrong, we always have shit times and stuff. Of but, course. But I think – if you're going to be in a relationship with someone where you're constantly feeling like they're going to leave you or that you're not good enough or that like you're treading on eggshells, you're never going to be happy and you're never going to assert yourself in that relationship because you're always going to think, if I piss him off, he's going to leave. If I'm not good enough to him, he's going to leave. And you can't have that in a relationship. No. You've got to be both on the same page, both willing to make it work and if you're kind of just there because you're like oh well I love him and he's the first person I've ever loved and we were going to have all these plans for the future and you're just really trying to make that work but he's on the other end being like oh I don't know I'm apathetic Um, then you're always going to be feeling that they could leave at any moment and that's not a way to have a relationship. I don't know if you I don't think that I could put myself through a relationship where the other person told me that they were detached and apathetic, that just feels really painful it's, within it's, itself. It's, it's hurtful, isn't and it, I know, to hear that? And, and the, I can see, like, in the way that she wrote that, she's like, I'm quite needy and all this. It sounds like, no, you're just pretty normal. Oh, my it's God, the, yeah. It's that you just want the other person to like you within yeah. your relationship. Yeah. That's, I think, that don't, mm. don't talk yourself out of yeah. that. That like, fucking is so – You should like you. You're in yeah. a relationship. Yeah, that doesn't it's make you needy. It's not needy to no. want them to bloody not be apathetic. No. And then as well, I mean, I I think, yeah, you're feeling needy because he's not there. Well, he's, clearly. He's not present. And so you're always going to feel that way and that you don't have the right to yeah. tell him how you're feeling because it might upset him and that's complete Okay, can nonsense. I uh, – look, Philomena, mm-hmm. I think that that's like our nice advice. <laughs> oh, that's our nice no, advice. No, no, it really is. I think that – can I Can I just uh, – Google. Mm. I'm just going to Google. I'm just going to do a little Google. Oh, I'm just going to do a little Google. We're going to do on this podcast um, what you yourself could okay. do, which is look up something <laughs> on Google. No, I know. I, I mean it because yeah. I want to like look up a psychologist. Okay, hold on. Oh, I, I'm going to. I'm writing in. I think my partner doesn't like me. What should I do? Right. Well, when you say it like that, it sounds pretty obvious, doesn't oh, it? Oh, wait. 13 signs he doesn't love you anymore. Ooh, okay, this is really, this is Look, hard. this is really Philomena, sorry. This sounds like it's going to be awful. No, look, it's You not. know what? I'm having a really bad fight with my husband, so I kind of also want to hear this. So this lay it is, on this me. This doesn't even need to be specifically for her. Maybe this is just someone else. Someone else could listening. be listening and thinking, "Hey, yeah. does he does he love okay, me?" Ready? I've got a I've got an article. Here we go. Oh, right. number 1. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh. That's not it's not funny. 
Number one is your boyfriend suddenly starts demanding space in the relationship. Okay, that is that's number a, one. That is a, like Philomena. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> babe. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so okay, that's number right one off the bat, it's, it's the not first looking biggest good. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I should Okay, two, he starts comparing you to uh, – obviously this is heteronormative, by the way. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. But Sorry. I will continue on. Yeah. Uh, two, he starts comparing you to other girls. So Okay, but that's like, just extremely rude. Um, Like things like, she carries a lot of confidence when she speaks. Why don't you do that too? <laughs> what <laughs> this man is, says, is saying that? Oh, no, people do all I, the time. Excuse me. They no, say, they oh, are, she's oh, pretty hot. They're not like, oh, she carries herself with such confidence when she communicates. Okay, maybe not that. Yeah, get fucked. You are such a jealous girlfriend. Why can't you be like my best friends? No, like you're such a jealous girlfriend. Why can't you be like girl's name? Um, okay. Or she, like saying about another girl, oh, she's always relaxed and calm. Like, like yeah. just commentating on another girl. Yeah. I, I know what comparing com- people oh, is, oh. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Does your podcast partner like you anymore? Should be it because like I'm done oh. right now. Okay. Okay, so that's two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, demanding space and comparing to other girls. Three, he stops rela- um, He stops replying to your texts or takes a really long time to reply. <gasps> this is hitting home for Bianca. Oh, that hurts, babe. That really hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, that's yeah. true. Unfucking reliable. Save this article and send it to me, okay. please. <laughs> <laughs> your boyfriend starts spending most of his time Away, like oh, do, with his friends. Oh, with the boys, with, 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 with people boys. that aren't you. Yeah, other people. I know what other people are, Annie. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that is so true, though. How funny is it when you're having a fight with your partner? All of a sudden, you're like, "Who can I hang out with tonight?" And then you're all of a sudden, I've got such a social life. I'm out every night, dinners, movies, champagne. Like that's what I do. But normally, when we're good, I'm just sitting at home. Five. He starts becoming extremely selfish within the relationship. So, like when it comes to routine and study and work and friends, it's all usually about him. For example you know, cooks dinner for himself or doesn't cook dinner. I'm not joking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> your eyeballs are shooting out your head. Um, okay. <laughs> guys, sorry. I'm speechless, guys. I don't think Mama loves me anymore. <laughs> okay. You witnessed it right here, right now, the end of Bianca's marriage. <laughs> no, it's not oh funny. God, like, divorce not. isn't funny and neither is my love life. <laughs> but fuck. All no, right. it's just your face. Like, oh, my God. No, 100%. That was that really did hit hard to home. What are the rest of them? Okay. Alice, Philomena, fuck you. It's about me now. I don't know what's going on. Six, he gets irritated when you start a mushy, a mushy conversation. So, yeah, when you start – okay. Mushy conversations are cute names or – a playful part of a couple's love life. These things slowly taper off as the puppy love effect wears off, but they still remain deep-rooted in everyday behaviour. Do they? What do you mean, mushy? Oh, you know, you know, affectionate. Affectionate. Oh, so like not like what you talk to your dog like. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I would have worded it differently. Um, do you mean just your like guys? Kids? So essentially they become annoyed when you you start saying, you know. Affectionate. Yeah. You're affectionate and you start saying their pet names. Okay. Or yeah. You're trying to be playful. And they're not into it. They're not into it. 
Seven, your boyfriend has stopped saying I love you. Well, that's a good one for her. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like a good that, one for yeah, her. that's true. Okay, he's still there. No, so. but he did say I love you. That's what I'm saying. That's a good one for her. Right. So he, apparently that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, but is he saying it because she's asking him what's wrong and he's like, no, don't worry, yeah. I love you? Or is it yeah. like, hey, honey, I love you? Is he just coming in with an I love you off the bat or? Yeah, the sincerity actually matters. Yeah, the sincerity. Case. Eight. He doesn't b- bother to comfort you even when you're sad. I Ooh. fucking, that is actually something that really sticks out. Yeah. Um, I had a friend um, go through something awful mm. and I remember watching her cry and her partner left. Excuse me? Yeah. Like left the room. And it was something that impacted them both. Yeah, no, left the building. Actually, okay, this uh, this is getting really hectic. They were in a hospital and he left. She started crying and he left. And it was just like, oh, what? Because he's such a macho man and you didn't want her to cry. And I have never forgotten it. I've always felt. Well, that's what we all did. You just get around and you're like, I understand there are people that aren't um, really touchy feely and all of that sort of stuff. But my God, you don't just like up and leave. I don't know. That was yeah, that's a really bit. weird to witness that one. I mean, even if you are, like, you know when you're having a fight with your partner and then something terrible does happen, you drop mm. what the fight's about and you're just there for them. Exactly. You're not, like, going to hold this grudge. And you're, then I, you, maybe, you know. I, maybe I shouldn't be so harsh because also it's like that thing of maybe it was quite traumatic and everyone reacts differently. And I am. Fight a fl- or flight. I, yeah, flight. <laughs> oh, embarrassingly so, flight. Yeah. <laughs> So much so. I don't know what I am. Does anyone, do, have I heard before that I left the grand final that my yeah. husband was in? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm full flight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nine, your boyfriend digs up regrettable incidents from your past. So like constantly going, well, you did this that oh. time. Not letting it go. Ten. That's like an episode of Geordie Shaw, man. They always like they always do that. You're a fucking slag. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, ten. He doesn't flirt with you anymore. So oh, that's no sucks. more new. He doesn't give you compliments. Um, yeah. Doesn't I have look to at com- you with stare, st- staring at you when you've dressed up, or yeah, doesn't make you feel sexy by telling you how attractive you are. Do you have blah, 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 blah. to coerce compliments? Because I have to. Yeah. I'd- like I'll be feeling good and I expect that he's going to have a reaction and then I'm like, do I not? <laughs> like I, I'll just say to him, this is your wife. Like can you – No. where's I, the round of applause? Um, no, my husband compliments me when I know I look like a bag of dicks and, oh. it, and I'm like – now I'm no, starting to think sweet. that no, I'm starting to think that you've actually just got really poor taste. Like <laughs> I'm starting to get really offended. You know, why? Like, I'm not sure. I'm not. I can't take you seriously when I actually uh, I ask. Oh, do you think I look nice now? And it's like, well, fuck you. Thought I looked nice when I had that rap. You know, like. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. that's sweet though. But the sweet. only good thing is I um not that Liam. Okay, this sounds really silly. I know a couple of people that Liam slept with. Yeah, like don't really know one of them. Mm. Um, but all the rest I really like. And that's my <laughs> my scale of if I – if he – if if he's good enough for me. 
Oh, right. <laughs> that sounds really fucking bad. But I'm like, oh, they were really, really nice. Like, And one of them was like really nice to me at school. Mm. She was really nice. She was like a few le- year levels above me. And right. she was really nice to me at school. And then like this other one was like super hot and stuff. And I'm like, well, if you could get them, then... I'm in good company. Oh, cute. Yeah. And like knowing that you are obviously the cream of the crop. Oh, without doubt. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 11. The spark of physical intimacy fizzles out in your relationship. What what if there was never a spark? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think whatever it was, there's a decline. Well, that is a good point because, I mean, Philomena hasn't mentioned that. Mm. But, you know, Philomena, if you're listening, which I hope you are because this is your episode. This is quite good because she can go through it and we're just giving this really open – she doesn't have to tell us. You don't have to tell us. No, but, yeah, just so that you can hear it for yourself, have a little sounding board to yourself. 12, so two more to go. He gets angry and loses his cool without any reason. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's that's not – that's pretty bad. Yeah. So if your boyfriend seems edgy all the time and loses his temper at non-issues, try to find out the reason for his anger. If you can't seem to pinpoint any specific cause, of, uh, mental health is probably the answer to this, but um, his random flare-ups could simply mean that he's irritated by you and the relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think um, her boyfriend's getting angry. He's apathetic to everything. He's like, mm. Yeah, that's. I don't know if so, that's. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that that's the other good option. <laughs> no, maybe. I don't know. Okay, thirteen. Your boyfriend suddenly starts getting annoyed by some of your habits. But isn't that just step twelve? Really? No, because step, step twelve. Is, like step I'm tw- an alcoholics anonymous. <laughs> no, sorry. Okay, yeah. Um, no, the other one was like just loses his cool without oh, any this reason. Is him this getting- one's like when you just do little things like. Yeah, the little things that you do now irritate him. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, good points. That, that good points. Good points. Good points. Good, 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 good points. I really hope I haven't uh, – I really like Palmer. I really <laughs> like <laughs> – Yeah. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. I mean, I don't want to give the impression that my marriage is shit. I love him. Like that's hard to say right now, but yeah, you know, whatever. He's, he's all right. It's just, you know, okay. There's a lot of words to say nothing, you know? Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe like maybe this, maybe it will work out. Maybe Philomena and that will work out. Or maybe it's just, you know, it's like the outfit that your grandma gets you to try on. You're like, it was just a humor me thing. And then you're like, no, it's not. It doesn't work actually. If you can take this Szechuan tofu back, thank you. It doesn't work. This, can you take the Szechuan tofu and my partner? my boyfriend. Partner. Yeah. Thank you. Take him back, please. Thanks. In the bin. In the I, bin. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Okay. Sorry, Philomena. Bye. <laughs>